It, this is, I'm quoting myself. This movie is so bad. It has a 5.6 on IMDb, but I'm just letting myself know in case I forget later that it's really bad. <laughs> and that's important because like, it's I don't want to later go back and go, eh, maybe we were harsh. It's got 5.6 on IMDb. Let's watch it again. Welcome to a special episode of Snow and South Town Podcast. It's Leon Day, everybody. Woo-hoo! We're halfway to Christmas. I'm Mike. This is Rusty. How the hell? And it's Leon Day. We made it to Leon Day, everybody. We made it. Another half a year. That's half half. Santa is half Santa's coming. Yep. Skinny. He's skinny Santa. <laughs> yeah, he's the he, he's the he, eat Papa Santa. It's, it's Santa's brother, that, Rob. That's the Santa I always play when I wear my Santa suit. It's the that's Santa right. before he gets stuffed the two minutes before he takes off. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it is Leon, Leon Day, if you don't know, is, is half Christmas. It's Noel spelled backwards. Yeah. And uh, we did a Leon Day special last year, and I, I think some other podcasters do it. And So it's half Christmas is what it is. And, yep. and it celebrates the true half Christmas, not this phony Christmas in July no. stuff that, that the stores try to sell you or Hallmark or whoever. Um, If you do the math, if you know anything about math, June 25th is the actual halfway. That's right. July 25th, you're basically almost a Halloween at that point. (laughs) Yeah, it 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 will be hotter then, is I guess the idea. But that's right. And uh, and I think by July 25th, um, Starbucks has pumpkin spice out anyway. So it does it does practically feel like Christmas. I gotta say. (laughs) <laughs> um so look we're on itunes and 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 google i use google podcast now that's basically all i use uh any any you know stitcher anywhere you get your podcasts except for spotify because we play real music <laughs> um so you know it can't be on spotify no way uh, but anywhere else and we're on facebook and we're on twitter and we post goofy stuff sometimes and we have a website which is snowandsouthtown.com we got that last year uh so yeah come hang out come find us um we got some recently earlier this year. We got some new artwork. Uh, yeah. In fact, I'm drinking coffee out of the uh, mug that has our Yule cat on it. <laughs> um, yeah, and you know what? I didn't talk about him on the podcast. I look back. Okay. Because I, I I sent you a message saying I was saving him for something fun, but I think I think now that he's on a mug, I think I've passed that point. So I think we all know that I love the Yule cat, and we have our own that our friend Nick Caesar <laughs> made for us, and. Uh, we have a coffee mug and, and stickers, and we have the Yule Cat. We have Krampus. And then uh, our friend Kendall did a picture of us podcasting. And then we have podcasting. us. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going we're gonna to do some stuff with all of that. But, so that we've been, we've been busy, even though it's not Christmas. Uh, yeah. We've been doing some stuff. <laughs> Still quarantined, I guess, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, we are. You and you and yeah, I are. But. Well, yeah, we're well. We are fully vaccinated now. Connor, my mm-hmm. son, got his. He was the last one because he we delayed it because of exams. But mm-hmm. so Friday, uh, so this was a week ago. Yesterday, uh, he got his second second dose. one. So six days from right now, my entire family is vaccinated. That's awesome. And I don't know what we're gonna do. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, there's no. I, from what I can tell, there's no need to go into the world anyway. <laughs> so, it's weird though. It it feels bizarre to be six days away. It does, yeah. So that that'll be um, it. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I don't know. I saw go lick doorknobs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. Well, I, I, I still have the, the one unvaccinated child who's not old enough yet. Right. And, uh, yeah. And, and of course, uh, in my county, everywhere I go, 75% of the people are not vaccinated. Uh, <laughs> so, in my, in, right. In, so, even if, even with vaccination, those, they could squeeze in <laughs> with those numbers. I don't know. I guess I'm going to put this up, uh, Probably the 24th, so like Leon Day Eve. Leon mm-hmm. Eve? I don't know. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, I'm sorry if you, if you are over all of this. I think it's it's something that we have talked about since the last, what, Easter episode yeah. that we did in 2020. So for us, it's just more like a, a, a record of us checking in That's with each right. other of where we are. And so I don't know if you're listening to this on Leon Day or months from now or whenever. Going, why are they still talking about vaccines? Right. <laughs> <laughs> They're they're yeah. they've got their annual doorknob doorknob blicking festival going on. <laughs> I tell you one thing: when whenever your daughter, whenever whenever it's safe, yeah. whenever she's vaccinated or whatever, you and I have got to like get together, do like some real in person. Yeah. Maybe make some music, make some music, make some play music. a show, maybe. Oh man, yeah. Uh, so most our anniversary so, of uh, of oh yeah of yeah meeting, so that's right? gonna be during the season, right? Yeah. So during this third season this year, uh, the third season, that's right. Yep, we'll reach our twentieth year mark of, of meeting, yeah, in person. Mm-hmm. But as we discussed, it was in the intro episode, actually. Uh, I think where we talked about it, and it was like we hadn't seen each other since, <laughs> since... two thousand three, I think, or two thousand two. Yeah, we we did a yeah. couple of we did a few shows uh, that I <laughs> yeah that went. It could have been two thousand two. That's when I. That's when I, yeah. Got the degree and hit hit town. Right. Hit went to Texas, so that it probably been, yeah. It could I don't know though. I I, I might have come back uh, to do a 2003 show. Now I, I have to look, but yeah. Anyway, it's been since then since we've seen each other in person. Yeah, see, because we did we went back to Hattiesburg in 2003. But yeah, you weren't there. But it's possible that I came back from Texas to visit because I was visiting right. a lot. Uh, right. And uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I might have done a show while I was there. Espresso yourself or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, you guys are hearing this no sooner than Leon Eve or Leon Day, but it's actually in real time here. Uh, Father's Day Eve. It's Father's Eve. Yes, tomorrow is... Or as Rusty calls it, fart, Farter's Day. day. <laughs> to commemorate all the farting that happens all year long. <laughs> all year, right, exactly. Um all right, so what, it is what also kind of it is also Juneteenth today, so we are rolling yeah, in right. holidays. So many holidays, and our right. first uh, kind of like nationally recognized. It's a national holiday now. So, uh, right, and yeah, uh, yeah our uh, university uh, gave us Friday off, and they announced it like Thursday. Like, well, Biden signed <laughs> this thing, so I guess tomorrow's uh, <laughs> we're staying home. <laughs> yeah, uh, it didn't affect too many people, but yeah, a lot of people. <laughs> so it was like a yeah i guess it's better than like going up oh, it was too late to do anything yeah this year. right yeah they did it in the nick of time uh to actually <laughs> acknowledge the right. holiday yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> interesting um so projects you got anything going on i, I i'm listening i'm listening to a new podcast and you're always interested in what podcast i'm listening to so yeah, uh my, my daughter and i uh are Bas- this is like our Tolkien year, basically. 
Because I, right. I read The Hobbit to her, I read her Lord of the Rings. Then she reread The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings on her own. We, we got, we read, I read her The Silmarillion out loud, so you know she's hardcore. We're in the middle of <laughs> reading uh, The Unfinished Tales, which is just ridiculous at this point. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Bill Corbett of Mystery Science Theater 3000, he, he, right. during the quarantine, he started reading The Silmarillion and kind of got into it. He's like, he had tried a few times. And he was like, you know, I want to do a Lord of the Rings podcast. It's called Ringheads. <laughs> and so it's him, and it's a guy who, like, works with him on riff tracks. And they're kind of, like, going through the movies. They talked about the Silmarillion. They're talking about differences in the movies. You know, they're very, uh, as they point out, not uh, scholars. <laughs> but they're kind of like, you know, casual people who have gotten into it pretty heavy and can talk a lot about it. So that's it's been fun. It's a funny one. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, I uh I was telling you about a podcast I listen to right now, Gorley and Rust. It's a horror podcast and you know, my uh, prank call shows. Yeah. Mainly I listen to prank call shows these days. It's just a bunch of prank call shows. Yeah, exactly. I used so I used to listen to true crime stuff, you know? Yeah. I was really into it and I just can't anymore. Like it got to this it got to be this thing. Um about a year ago I guess I was listening to this one and someone said, oh, this reminds me of, of this case, you know, this case where this happened. And the other host, those two girls and the other girl goes, I love that case. I love that case. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I was like, that might be the last time I listened to a true crime they podcast. They said, uh, yeah, that's enough of that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You said that was your moment. I love that. That was it. I love it was that like, case. This, these people, yeah, they're losing like touch with reality and just like. These are not TV it's not characters. It's a TV show, These, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, just it was just the year. Uh, I, I just feel like everything we've been going through, I just, like prank calls have just been getting me through. And, uh, you know, we did the, uh, we did, a, a, we're doing a seven inch and a CD of songs that were recorded for uh, one show, the Snowplow show. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've been doing some other music for a couple other shows. So. Um, yeah, that's that's what I've been listening to is prank call shit. Yeah, I get I get this record in the mail and I put it on and it's just like it, tons of filth. You you sent me a <laughs> filthy record. <laughs> so your you had yours was the only whole, you your you yours was the only wholesome thing on there. <laughs> it's like you had the sweet little intro, welcome to the Snowplow Show, and then the next thing you know, just just <laughs> filth. That's right. No, exactly. You know what? In fact. I'm I'm gonna play one. Uh, I'm gonna play a clip later at the end, at the very end. I'm gonna play a clip. Yeah. And it's from a show called Another Prank Call Show, and so my friend Richard does it, and uh, it's a Christmas prank, and he he calls people on uh, Christmas morning about three or four in the morning, and he lets them know that it's Christmas morning and Santa's come and they should get up and go open presents. So I'm gonna so I'm gonna I'm gonna play just like one of those calls. Awesome. So yeah, yeah, it's fun. Um, but yeah, yeah. So they're not. Yeah, they're not kid friendly they're not shows, they're not like the our show part. no not like this not like us this is a family friendly um, yeah yeah what else you got going on besides podcasts i know you're playing your pirate game uh, of course and disney's taking it from you Dis disney is trying to take some of that magic away from me by slapping their name on it and putting johnny johnny quest whatever his name is uh Johnny Quest. Not Johnny Quest. i was thinking of johnny knoxville johnny knoxville right johnny knoxville the pirate uh the yoho pirate yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah my pirate game disney has decided to team up with them 
<laughs> and add some Pirates of the Caribbean, Jack Sparrow into the game. And I'm like, eh, oh boy, it's my little pirate game. <laughs> but uh, uh, what was I gonna say? Uh, ah, forget it. <laughs> it's gonna say something uh, about the pirate game. Bro. Yeah, well, I've been doing besides prank call music. I've been doing a lot of other music. And in fact, so tonight we're talking about a movie. We're talking about uh, eventually. Yes. We're talking about the the little known sequel to a Christmas story. Yeah. That's called either My Summer Story or uh, It Runs, Runs in, in the, the Family. family. From 1994. Mm-hmm. And as we talked about a bunch last year, I have a band that's called Ralphie's Red Riders. That was all music about a Christmas story. And so we're going to put out a summer song based on this movie that you and I are talking about tonight. Why yes. not? You know, I had to watch the movie. I might as well <laughs> I made you watch something. this thing. <laughs> um, and so I've been doing a lot of music. And so that's one of the songs that we just finished this weekend. And uh, we're going to put that out next week, I guess, or tomorrow or something. Um uh, yeah, a lot of music and, uh, you know, cutting grass because that's what you do around here. Your uh, song makes the grass. movie sound better than it is. Oh, I know. I, I was thinking about that. So I was thinking how many people are going <laughs> to are gonna go, like, because I'm thinking about even, like, putting a, a video together, you know, from clips from the movie. Yeah. And then, like, how many of my friends are just going to go, like, what? Because this is how I would be, right? I'd be like, what? I'm a loser. How do I not know that this movie exists? <laughs> you know, like, what? I'm, I'm the biggest fan of this movie. I didn't know the sequel existed. And this song makes it sound so good. And I would go watch it and I would be like, man, Rusty messed me up. Rusty wrote a great <laughs> song about this movie. And instead. <laughs> instead, you get this. The, the universe yeah. for the past few years has been trying to remind me that this movie exists. And I'm just like, part of my brain just shuts it down and goes, no, it doesn't. Like... <laughs> Before I knew, any, like I didn't watch. I've never seen it or anything, but it's like part of me is like Christmas Story sequel. No, that can't that can't be right. That I've never heard of it. Uh, no one's talked about it. It would have been a bigger deal. Yeah. It must. Is it a yeah. home video thing? It's like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, it's a weird one. It doesn't. You're watching it going. This doesn't exist. But I guess we're getting ahead of ourselves, or I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll get to it. Uh... Anything else? I, I'm just keeping deer off of my plants. Uh, that's about it. That's about know. it. Music and, and, and the most important thing, of course, is that we've blended our Spotify's together, so we have a. Oh yeah, we have blended our Spotify's. <laughs> we, uh, did you try the radio playlist? I, didn't try it. I haven't tried it. I haven't listened to our <laughs> our lovely blend yet, but I'm sure it'll be great. As good as whatever coffee you're drinking right now. Oh yeah, yeah. So my coffee. What am I drinking? I so I had some of that eggnog. I wrote a theme song for. Uh, it's basically all right. It's theme songs. I wrote a theme song for my friends who are doing. You talked about Lord of the Rings. My friends are doing a uh, Twilight podcast. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, so they had me write a song. It was called their their podcast is called For Fork's Sake. <laughs> right. And uh, and so is my sister in law and some friends. And uh, and so she sent me not only that cool. Uh, Linus is like a Linus cup, insulated like cup mm-hmm. of Linus in the pumpkin patch, but also some eggnog uh, bones coffee eggnog buns. So that was good. I had that actually before we recorded, and now I'm drinking um, just uh, oh, it's a Girl Scout cookie thin mm-hmm. mint coffee. Oh, yeah, and it ha- but it has but I I found some uh, peppermint uh, chocolate peppermint uh, creamer that usually you can't get until Christmas, but for some reason it was at Kroger so. <sighs> It's kind of like Christmas right now. Yeah, that's, that's what it's going for. Like Christmas taste. So. Anyway, yeah, that's what I'm in my uh, in my uh, Yule Cat mug, uh, Snow and Southtown Yule Cat mug. So, 
Uh, oh, real quick, let me just say uh, a couple things that were that, about the uh, show and the blog, the actual Snow and South Texas mm-hmm. stuff. So I'm going to do some blog summer posts and maybe get Rusty involved. I'm thinking like Leon Day to July 4th. I'll have some content going up. Uh, maybe every day I got some post plan. And then also, more importantly, later this year we're going to do a fun Christmas zine. So it will be some of the stuff from the blogs, some artwork from our friend Nick Caesar, and uh, stuff like that. So and, Yeah. And, yeah. So that, that's going to be fun. If you're interested in that, follow us on Facebook, and we'll have info on how to get it. I mean, it'll probably just be like a buck or something. You know, that, yeah. We don't make money off of these things. It's something <laughs> I, we used to do for the horror podcast, and uh, it's fun. And my friend Nick, who's an artist, was really into the idea, and so uh, we're going to put it together. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. So, yeah. It's uh, going to be We're also good. thinking – what's that? It's going to be good. Yeah, it'll be fun. We're also thinking uh, we're making some changes for season three. And uh, for now, I'll just say there's going to be some like new segments, but also some uh, like it's going to be all crime, all all true crime, Christmas crime, Christmas crimes. I love that Christmas crime. I love, that's my favorite one. That one that was uh, when that whole family got wiped out that on was Christmas a good one. Eve. Yeah, yeah, that was that was so good. Uh, I've watched five documentaries about that one. So <laughs> that's my favorite. That's my favorite Christmas crime. <laughs> okay, so. Anything else? I think I think we've I think we've covered all the pre-show fun. I think you you know well, I wanted to make sure you kind of forgot you know something something that you were gonna say. I was gonna say it something probably, about the pirate game. <laughs> it was probably it's probably about a big fire that you had in your backyard. <laughs> no, that was me. I did have a. Fire I just had in a my huge backyard. fire in my backyard. Hey, you know what was at the bottom of that fire? It's my Christmas tree. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. Well, I burned the one from last year. Yeah. But the one from well, I'm sorry, I burned the one from 2019. But the one from 2020 was still kind of hanging around out there. So uh, we had a tree fall in the field next door during a storm recently. So I broke off a lot of that, put it on top of the Christmas tree, and that's what I was burning. Should be one. your ritualistic Leon Day burning yeah. of the <laughs> previous tree. <laughs> right, exactly. That's Leon shortly day. <laughs> after the time you take down your tree, from what I understand. <laughs> That's the best time to do it. Exactly. It's like, well, Leon Day's coming up. Time, I guess it's time to burn the tree. What didn't I have a song where I said something about, or maybe you did? I think it was me where I said something like, we "If you Christmas. leave it long enough, it becomes next year's tree." Oh, right, right. There or was, was some, there was something. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who gets credit for that joke, uh, <laughs> but we talked about it at least. Uh, I don't know if it was in the song, but we at least talked about like, oh, you just can't. I'm pretty sure there's a song. There's a song, and it's like, wait, it's like I was decorating it for like Mardi Gras. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm going to have to find that song. Too many songs. Too many. (laughs) Think about that. Think about like when you were like, I don't know, in college or something like, and you just wanted to like write some songs, right? Yeah. And then like, so me, so I'll speak like, so when I finally started writing songs that I liked, like songs that I liked, songs that I wanted to play for people, yeah. right? I was like, oh man, I got like three or four songs that are, sound decent. And yeah. like now, I literally can't remember songs that I wrote like three years ago. <laughs> now just, they might be giants. What was that song we had about a like a rock that fell on a on an accordion and bounced into a, yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine that. Like they might be giant. They put out so many songs. Just yeah, like <laughs> song a day is practically. Yeah, right. And they're and yeah, with just diverse themes. So it's not like oh, here's another song about a girl. It's like no. <laughs> right. The- yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. Exactly. My favorite was like um, the one was like, 
yeah, the, this guy asked us to write a song about this germ that was sent to space, so we wrote it. And Mike is like, yeah, that's that's them. <laughs> that's it. That, that's what I do, exactly. Um, yeah, that, that's that's what I love to do now. So. Hey, solve, solve a mystery awesome. for me. This talking about old shows reminded me. Because I, okay. I have a recording of this, and it's, uh, you know, I was, I was opening for you guys, and yeah. I played a song, and, you know, it was whatever. It was a song. It was kind of like, <laughs> and after I was done, I said, that was kind of like my warm-up song. And then somebody, <laughs> one of you, it could have been you. I actually don't know who it was, but there is a voice that says, <laughs> I hope so, <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> like yeah it, this better get better that i i mean i i have no idea but i would guess that was just me or todd like just joking yeah I bet, it, I'm, I'm it think, sounds I'm think, like something I'm that we would todd. do yeah i it, it's i can't imagine we would do it without knowing you but <laughs> it's possible i mean it depends it depends on like if we had talked before we played or something i mean well we 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 kind of seem to know each other right away so it was i yeah, definitely yeah. laughed yeah, at so it so i could definitely see it yeah uh, I don't remember that though. You but that send was, me that. I'll send you that. But yeah, I, <laughs> that's amazing. And I haven't listened to it in a while. I'd probably be going to tell now. <laughs> but yeah, say I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> you, it probably you think it might could it have just been somebody at Tal's? Because they I, used to get mean sometimes. It could have been somebody. Uh, yeah, it could have been. Uh, I, I thought it was somebody from the band. Uh, but I could have yeah. been wrong. I mean, it could have been, but like I, I, I can remember times at Tal's where it was, like, it, it was, didn't it, want to hear it. Yeah, it was a great joke. Whoever said it, I, I was, <laughs> I was I actually liked it. It's like, yeah, because you know, I, I, I admitted like, okay, that one, <laughs> that one, I just kind of played this flat thing. It was like, eh, here's a song, uh, and that really does like you know, just I got to make sure the speakers work basically, <laughs> or whatever right, right. the microphones. Yeah, but yeah. Anyway, that that mystery well, my, like, is but people, solved. you know, but also people will, if we didn't know you, people will just say stuff like, like my friend Richard used to go like, he'd play a song and he'd be like, great, and like he's awesome, he's super talented, and, he, and he'd end it and he'd go, all right, well that was one, <laughs> like, just, right, right, like all right, I did that, that was, that was bad. I played one song and it's like this depressing song I wrote when I recorded it, it was fine, and there was somebody else singing it who you know who was not me, and it it, it came out great. But then when I played it yeah. live, as soon as I was done, I was like. Well, that's the last time I ever play that live again. <laughs> anyway, so far, it's been true. So, anyway, uh, hey, guess what? We're gonna talk about a movie. Talking about a movie. All right. So, my summer story, aka it runs in the family, nineteen ninety four. It is a Christmas story sequel, and 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 it has Gene Shepard as the narrator, and it's based on his writing. Yep. And Bob Clark is directing. directing. You got Charles Grodin. Yeah. One of my so favorites. So none of the actors return except for Ms. Shields. Ms. Shields is the only the actor teacher. who returns. Yeah, the teacher. Sorry. Okay. So you got Charles Grodin as the old man. Mary Steenburgen. You got Mary Steenburgen as, as the mom. She's awesome. From Elf. <laughs> Later. <laughs> from, from Elf. And you've got Kieran Culkin. Yeah. And you've got a Culkin. The little Culkin. Christian Culkin, right? Is the little I don't know. Yeah, Christian the, Culkin the, is the smaller brother plays uh what's right. his name? The little brother. Is 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 Kieran the dude who plays Ralphie, is that Fuller? I, I think so, yeah. Carrie and I were yeah. talking about this today. I think that's Fuller from 
Home Alone. Yeah. Okay. Now, when he and, and we'll get to all this, but when but there's one scene where he throws the top behind his back. Yeah. And he kind of swings his hips out, and it looks just like Kevin McAllister. <laughs> like not the face, but like the action. Just it's the like action. Yeah. Yeah. It's like this hip swing. Yeah. Like it. It's like. Basically, Kevin. They do a few um, what seems to me purposeful Home Alone references in the movie. Like does, yeah. he does like an eyebrow raise, yeah. Um, yeah. and it seems like there was at least one more. It was like, well, they're just doing Home Alone, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we've got exactly. a we've got a semi Christmas story and a Culkin. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, I Christmas was just, but yes, story. I was describing this movie to Carrie. I was like, it's got Charles Grodin, Mary Steenburge, and Kristen Culkin's playing Ralphie. It's got the same director and everything. She's like, sounds good. I was like, yeah, well, <laughs> it does sound um, good. So, all right. So, overall thoughts. Okay. So, before we we can dig in, mm-hmm. but like, yeah. So you you hit the nail on the head. It's got all these pieces. I don't know what happened. What happened? I'll get into some theories, but yeah. it just doesn't land. It doesn't at all. land. It falls flat. This, this, there's, yeah. I wanted to definitely talk to you about about this aspect, which is, what is it that's missing? Uh, I don't know if I. Well, you can't recreate magic. Yeah, I mean they use that phrase "lightning in a bottle." That yeah, maybe what happened with that first one. This one, you would think, you know. It does cover a lot of the same beats, and but but like let's imagine that you watch this movie first, like you haven't seen a Christmas story and you watch this. Right. I can't imagine anybody would like it though. Like it's just not the same. No, yeah, it could yeah, be the missing yeah, Christmas. I'll get into a few. Yeah, I'll yeah. get into a few reasons why it doesn't land. Okay, in my opinion, um, but also, I, I don't know if you just sat down, if you just came here, and you or you had never heard of a Christmas story. Yeah. Right. And we talked about this last year because of my band. Like I have friends in Europe who had never heard of it. Mm-hmm. I don't know that you would think that movie's all that special either. <sighs> I, I don't know. I do because I mean, the because re- I, 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 I don't have any, I mean, now I do, but like when I first saw it, it wasn't like I was a kid. Um, when I, cause I didn't see a Christmas story until I was, you know, I was in my twenties. Um, oh really? Yeah, yeah. I didn't see it in, huh. or *Is a Wonderful Life* until oh no. Well, okay, I take it back. I was in my late teens. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I didn't see it until like maybe high school, uh, as opposed gotcha. to like seeing it when it came out. Uh, and so you know, I know I know high school is still your brain's still forming, so maybe <laughs> that's why. But no, I, I think it's. I mean, adults like it who saw it when they were adults. You know, when it came out. My parents. Yeah, no, I mean, I take that back. Like I, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've called it a perfect movie, and yeah, I mean, I think is. Gene Shepard's Merely. writing is is great, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't. So again, if you've got same director, mm-hmm. same writing, and I'll get into specifics on why it, I think it's a little different, but yeah, like it just seems like something didn't work. I don't something know. Didn't um, work. And with Bob Clark, yeah. you know, he, uh, I get he kind of diminished <laughs> as the years went on. You know, he he, yeah. he definitely had the groove there for a while. Um, not not a big groove, <laughs> but a mini groove no. of good movies. But I don't think. But I don't even think it's anything as far as directing that I could point to. Yeah, um, this one. This one. I don't. The directing for me feels more. Okay. It's less yeah. rich somehow. Gotcha. Um, yeah. And there's there's a little bit of '90s directing, like when they spin the tops oh, and there's yeah. like the slow mo, like. 
radical yeah. stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so it's a little more, it definitely feels more like a 90s movie. Um, and, and not in a good way. I mean, there are good 90s no. movies, well, it obviously. Is. It is. It's 94. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, like, there are good 90s movies. But, you know, that, that badness of the 90s, especially from around, say, 91 to about 93 or 4, like, right? right. <laughs> like, there's a certain kind of, I don't even know what to call it, just kind of just that goofy 90s, not that greatness. I, and some, you know, some of it had to do with, like, like trying to top, the 80s in that kind of way like poochie the dog like yeah everything's extreme in your face and this doesn't this doesn't go that far at all obviously but but it does have a certain kind of like yeah okay okay charles the this is that era of charles groden like with with um beethoven right so like that kind of 90s comedy where it's like uh just like wacky hijinks (laughs) bad like yeah i don't know Uh, but it's, yeah, Yeah. it's, it's, it's got some of the worst elements of that era that feels like it's maybe taken over. I don't know. I could, who, I don't, I don't know much about like why they did the movie or if Bob Clark was interested in doing it or if he felt like he needed to do it. Like, you know. Yeah, me either. I don't know if it's something where they're like, all right, now everyone really loves this movie. This is an easy hit for us if we just do this. Yeah. Um, or like you said, maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe it's like a cash thing for, for a studio been, or Bob been. Clark or somebody. Yeah, but I mean, those are decently big names to have. Oh, yeah. Um, as opposed to the original, which really just the dad, right, would have been known. I guess so, right. Well, and the, I mo- guess my the mom had been an E.T. Yeah. and all that stuff. Um, yeah, 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 Close Encounters. Um, you know, she's always playing the, the mother. Um, Wait, she's not the mom in E.T., no? No. The mom in E.T. is the mom from Cujo. Okay. What's her name? Oh, man. I met her at a horror convention. Okay. I'm getting them confused then. Yeah. Um, They're kind of alike. I said Close oh, Encounters, too. I'm wrong about that because that was Terry. It's been a long time Carr. since I saw Close Encounters. Uh, oh, yeah. Terry Gar, yeah. But, uh, um, yeah. Oh, shoot. Anyway, it's the mom from Cujo is the mom in... Melinda uh, Dillon is E.T. who... Is Christmas Story. Yeah, it's Christmas Story. Yeah. Oh no, she was in Close Encounters. Uh, she was the she was the she was not Terry Gar. She was the one that he <laughs> teams up with at the end, who also was having visions and doing the right, paintings right. of of the mountain. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been a long time. Since. Yeah, but that was her. She's awesome. <laughs> um. Okay, so let's go through. There, there are three main plots, right? So okay. you basically have Ralphie is uh, the BB gun is not even mentioned, right? Yes, it com- no. He gets shot by a BB gun. I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah. He gets yeah. shot in yeah, the bum that's bum. Right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So, but the BB gun is not like it's the, not a part. The, no. The apple of his eye anymore. Right? There, like there's even a shoot thing. your shoot your eye out callback. Um, that's right. Yeah. That's right. But his thing now is is spinning tops. Uh, there's a new bully around. I guess because he beat up Scott Farkas. Yeah. Scott right. Got I mean, it doesn't demo- say that. Sc- he did, yeah. He just said like Scott's now been demoted to like you know right the toady, but he sh- they should have taken credit. He should have taken credit for for beating him up and making him look weaker. Probably. Anyway, so the new guy is Lug, Lug something, Lug Nut. <laughs> I, I think his name. <laughs> he's the he's the kid. Uh, he's the kid from Jurassic Park. Who wait? Is he in Jurassic Park? Yeah, remember the kid at the beginning uh, who was like. <laughs> 
that's really not so tough or whatever. And then, and then Wes's name was like, oh yeah, the velociraptor claw could slice your belly open and all that. Yeah. That was, that was that Yeah, I know him better as Duckface Walter. (laughs) Who's Duckface? From Full House. Oh, Full House. Okay. He's Duckface Walter from Full House. He's also in one of the uh, Elm Street movies. Okay. Um. But he, yeah, he's Duckface Walter. Remember, uh, Stephanie doesn't want to like hang out with I, him. Oh man, I I just tried to avoid Full House. <laughs> oh okay, I thought you were a fan. No no. A fan? Oh no. Oh okay. Well, so for anyone <laughs> Never. who is a Full House fan, uh, <laughs> Stephanie's trying to avoid him, and I think if I remember, I mean, it's been a long time. I think Jesse like says he's you know you don't judge people based on that, but then I think they all end up making fun of Duckface Walter. <laughs> so it's hard to see Duckface Walter as the bully. Uh, but he's the main bully. Scut and Grover are now sidekicks. Um, Scut's played by the guy from Angus. Right. So, right. So, Scut is now the, the sidekick from Angus. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the red haired kid from Angus, not Angus. Right. Um, yeah. And then you still have Schwartz and Flick, different actors, of course. Yeah. Um, it's supposed to be just the next summer. Um, yeah. After he got the summer BB. after that BB gun. Yeah. Um, so, that's so his main thing is this bully has a top named Mariah and um, Ralphie wants to beat Ralphie eventually gets a top named Wolf mm-hmm. and he wants to beat Mariah. He wants to beat this bully at, at tops. Like, yeah. And I mean, I get it, I guess in 1940 or 41 or whatever, that probably was a big thing. But like, I think of BB gun, even though I never wanted a BB gun, I think it's more universal than a top. Yeah, you know what I mean? So I mean, I think that's hard right away where, I, I can like get into something that's that's older, but I think for a general audience, I don't know. If yeah, it's really it's gonna, so specific right. to the era, and who knows right. how specific it was to the era. They should have just gone with Pogs, exactly. just just made a '90s <laughs> movie and went with Pogs. It's '94, right? Right. <laughs> um, okay, so in the meantime, you've got the dad, and this is such a letdown to me. Right away, we meet the Bumpuses, and I hate this. Is, I yeah. turned this off the first time I, I found it. Yeah, I don't know if I told you. But when I found this movie a couple of years ago, I, I once I realized we were gonna meet the Bumpuses, like, no, I turned it off. Yeah, yeah, I didn't want anything that you're not supposed to see the Bumpuses. No, no, um, just their dogs running by. That's what's yeah, great about it, and that's enough. That's all you need. Exactly. You, you Everyone's imagination. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. So the Bumpuses play loud hillbilly, quote unquote, hillbilly music, and I, I, I need to know if that's really what were they playing it on? You know, what kind of sound system were they using? <laughs> right. Um. You know, that kind of stuff. But so, yeah, so the dad, we're like, in, in the first one, his his adventures involve like fixing air furnaces conditioners or whatever. Stuff. Yeah. Right, furnaces, fixing cars, um, doing crossword puzzles, right? Like all these things. Where like now his sole like adventure is fighting the Bumpuses and getting them to turn their music off, I guess. Like, I don't know. Right. Just, yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's not a, a likable person in this no. one like he isn't the first one you know he's he's a grump and all that but you yeah the first one you'd want him to be your dad he's very you know, like you'd want to give him yeah you'd want to give him a bowling ball for christmas you know like you'd want <laughs> sure. yeah and i mean i'm not saying he's a bad dad in this one he's a good dad um just but, a bad yeah, person he's not... and he's just <laughs> more insane like you know like right. the whole neighborhood comes out and like hates him and wishes he would go away and says says that he's worse than the bumpuses and all that so yeah yeah, or like you know, in the first one, like the we're told he loves turkey more than anything, right? And these bumpus hounds come and they eat his turkey, right? And he's like cool headed dad. He's like, eh, we're going out to eat. Well, yep, you know, 
Yeah. <laughs> like in this movie, his head would have exploded. He, yeah. He, he would have set a house on fire. I mean, yeah, in the first movie, like when he puts his lamp in the window and he's outside, the neighbors are not like, you crazy person. They're, they're like, oh, what you got there? <laughs> he's like, oh, right, there exactly. you go. So, they, you know, everybody's kind of, yeah, everybody kind of likes him as, you know, he's maybe a little eccentric or loud, but they're not like <laughs> thinking he's crazy Charles Gordon. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, he's, just, he's the just a maniac. Right. The mom has a plot, which I don't think she really had a plot in the first one. Not really, other than trying to get She's just what's the his mom. name to eat the food. Yeah, trying exactly. to keep the peace. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She uh, and it's it, at first it was funny, but then it just kind of whatever. Um, <laughs> to me, her she, plot might be the best of the plots. I, at first, I thought it was, but then it, just, it does keep I going. I didn't like how it ended. Yeah, I don't think it had a good resolution. It ended with a stoning. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, I take it back. I like that. Okay. <laughs> I, I think, I think. I mean, I don't know what else you could do at that point. But I was hoping that, like, I don't, all right, so, all right, so basically she is trying to collect dishes from the local movie theater, and there's supposed to be, like, this line of dishes with different celebrities on it. Right. And I, she is, it's funny because it's kind of like a play on how the dad would get excited about, like, that's right. a leg lamp. Right? right. And so now here she is, and she can flaunt her prizes in, in front of him. And it's like a gravy boat with, with, with some celebrity yeah. on it, right? It's so her time to get, to get scammed, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So they're supposed to get a different dish every week, and, uh, you know, they're scamming them, right? And so these housewives go, and, and it's just the gravy boat over and over. and uh, But they keep going back, and that's the thing, like, you know, I, I, two or three times. Maybe, they they probably they did it. Afterwards, like all summer. One or like two six times or seven too times. many, yeah. Yeah. But I so, think that, you know, they should have gone with the, the magic three number. Like, you get the gravy boat great right then you go back oh sorry no gravy boat come back again go back still the gravy boat that's when you toss it toss the gravy boat the right guys yeah do something right yeah. there's no way all those people are going to go back like there's not like just go to walmart just hang out at walmart for like 10 minutes and you'll see how people really act <laughs> yeah just go by customer service at walmart and see people trying to return things yeah and you'll yeah or stand in line at a fast food place or you know like you'll see how people really act when they don't get their way but i like uh, i like the you know this is one of those that probably is mostly final on paper the idea that they're going to give this dish set and every mother basically in the entire town <laughs> is going to go watch these Betty Boop shorts once a week in order to get this dish set. And then they right. get the wrong thing. And that's, you know, it's a pretty good idea. And I do like the fact that the mom gets like a plot. That's nice. Uh, right. And yeah, I like I Mary like Steenburgen, but yeah. Right. <laughs> but yeah, once again, yeah. something about it just doesn't quite work. <laughs> and poor Randy, once again, gets nothing. Um, there's even a plot with the dad and Ralphie together where they go fishing and fishing. stuff. Yeah. So you, Randy gets nothing. Randy doesn't even get a coat where he can't put his arms down. <laughs> right? No, Rand, to, Randy does get to fish. He gets to eat his fish at the end. He gets to eat the fish. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Rand, little Randy. Yeah, because Randy, right. the whole movie, every time Ralphie went fishing with his dad, would say, I want to go fishing. And they, he couldn't go because he was too little. So finally, right. he got to fish and get a goldfish out of the goldfish bowl. And he's like, I want to eat it. And so <laughs> Charles Groom pretended to to cook it up and like slice off a little fillet of the big fish, and he right. ate his fish. So yeah, he got something. And that was a smooth that was his dad plot. move. That was a smooth dad move. Mm-hmm. You know, that was something that you would have seen in the first one. Yeah, the first one, you'd be like, ah, yeah, <laughs> right. 
ah, give me that fish. That's we'll fry right. it up right now. That's right. right. And they'll throw it back. And then the throw plate. it back and do right. a little sleight of hand. Yep. Yeah. So that's something I could see happening. Um, yeah. But so that's 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 it. I mean, that's your plots right there. And again, it's Gene Shepard writing it. Now, the whole thing with the, with the top, you know, it's him going to buy different tops. And then the dad pulls like a secret move, kind of like he does with the BB gun and, and sets it up so that he gets a cool top. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was funny that so, we first see that golden top, he's like, there it is, the golden top. And you're like, oh, this is going to be the new BB gun. But then he just goes in and buys it. <laughs> That's what's yeah. funny about this is like he's just buying tops left and right. So it seems yep. like there's no, you know, there's no like financial thing or anything where he's like, I can't afford this thing. You know, like uh, uh, Alvin's heart, golden harmonica or something. <laughs> it's nothing like that. <laughs> it's just like you just have to find the right top, which he finally does. Right. Sort of. Um, what uh, what the, what's the deal? Right, I'm gonna go through. Let's go through some notes. Um, because okay. you were talking about him buying the top. Yeah. Uh, so the jawbreakers. Uh huh. They're like they they want the black ones. Black ones right? taste good. Red ones don't. They hate the red ones, but the store owner makes them take a red one for every black. Yeah, that's so they get out and they just throw the red ones away. Right. It's sort of reminiscent when Ralphie and Randy open the socks and they throw the socks over their shoulders. Uh, right, right. We don't want it's this. Sort of that same. Yeah. Um, I would eat the red one and I would throw the black into the lake with the fish. I would not eat the black. Is the red one supposed to taste like licorice? I I would think the black one would. I don't know. I have no black idea. Black candies typically aren't that good. Like usually no. it's black licorice is what it is. Right. And yeah. red, red is, to me is usually cherry, cherry strawberry. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I don't I was thinking the same thing. Like, did they get the colors backwards? <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's funny. The one candy was six six pieces of candy for a penny or something like that. Uh-huh. Um and I just think it's outrageous that like we still have this penny in circulation. Now, like the same thing. You know, it's not. You can't go get six pieces of candy for this thing, right? I mean, you can't get anything. Can't like get it. anything, right? And we still have it. We still like, have it's still, it. It's outrageous, yeah. But yeah, so six pieces. Of candy. The store owner thing confused me because, okay, first of all, you can't force a customer to take <laughs> something they don't want to get something right. they do want. It's like, no, right. it's like, all right, I'm gonna buy these. Uh, Blue shoes uh, and uh, yeah, two pairs of blue shoes. Two pair of blue shoes. You gotta buy. You gotta buy some red ones too. But uh, well, I think they were like, I think they were two for a nickel or two for a penny or something, right? Okay. But he wouldn't let them buy. He thought they had to blend it out. He said you could. Yeah, you can't. You can't get two blacks. You get a black. He should have. Since he knew that no one liked the red ones, he should have just never ordered red ones. (laughs) <laughs> right, yeah, I think he, I think he's just trying to get rid of him at this point. Yeah, he I don't was think making he me laugh anymore. though. This like candy store owner that just hates kids and yells at them. He sells toys <laughs> he and was, candy, yeah. and his whole yeah, job and the is... kids and the kids were like they knew it, like yeah. they knew his deal. Like the one kid, Schwartz or Flick, I guess, is like like waiting, like trying to make up his mind. Yeah, and and he wasn't shaken by the guy going, "Hurry up, like make up your mind." Just like ain't got all day. Take my t- yeah, I'm gonna take my time. I'm, yeah. So they were used to it. Like, this is their local candy dealer. <laughs> They're used to all this bull. You right. know, his, his gotta buy red and all that stuff. Um, all right. So, so you know, the main thing in the beginning to me, again, I've already talked about the bumpuses, and it's like, uh, we just shouldn't see them, right? And no. so we do, 
they they put them on screen for us like it should it should be our imagination we shouldn't have to see it and then it's the idea of like i said there's hillbilly music in quotes that's what it's called right in 1940 and i know like hank williams i yeah. guess right would have been there but yeah, like yeah. I don't. Were they calling it hillbilly music? They they, they usually know. called it old timey music. I mean, even then. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, there was like that. Yeah, mostly around that time, I guess there was that renaissance of what they called old timey music, that they would start recording, uh, of music that you know before would have just been <laughs> played in the mountains or whatever. Uh, right. But so yeah, I mean it's kind of accurate, um, and yeah, people like Hank Williams became more popular with it of course first thing i thought right. was they're like oh, they're gonna play hillbilly music it's all right they're gonna play the good <laughs> and they're playing the good stuff what are you talking about this is awesome right um, um but yeah i just think that like if you're watching the first movie and and you're like hey there's a deleted scene where you get to see the bumpuses right right i think that like the worst you could ever imagine this is 10 times worse than that like now, they're just like these yeah comedic like they just go know, for stereotypes like, yeah yeah because i my in my imagination, the bumpuses were definitely more, it was more like he pictured them as hillbillies in his mind because that's what he thought right. about them. But if you actually right. saw them, they'd probably just be kind of like, eh, these kind of ill-kept ne'er-do-wells who yeah, can't control, dogs, can't control their, their dogs. They're not, yeah. They don't necessarily think about the neighbors that much. And uh, right. But instead, it's like, no, you've got hee-haw that lives next door. You know, blowing on their jug band or whatever. Uh, yeah, so it, it it was a mistake. And yeah, it does kind of taint the movie. And especially because they become a plot, a major plot. We're like Hatfield versus McCoy sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but, but and the thing is, is like, even as we sit here and kind of laugh about it, like, it's it's boring. It's boring. Like, there's nothing good about it. No. Um, and, and I started thinking, I was like, well... Maybe, you know, maybe I just liked everything in the first one because I love Christmas so much. But you know what else I like? Summer. Right, right. <laughs> you know, like, there I are great summer. summer movies that, you know, yeah. beach movie, you know, whatever. Yeah. Summer love. Um, so it's not that. It's <laughs> no. just boring. It's, it's Gene Shepard and he's still I mean, you like the, the Beach Boys, for God's sake. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Come on. Um,. <laughs> Like I thought it was so cruel to start the movie with not only the MGM roaring lion, yeah, the snow, but the actual opening of a Christmas story. Yeah, the the music. Yeah. And yeah. And the house and all. <laughs> Take like in my top three movies or something, you know, and like play the beginning for me. My brain's automatically like, yes, yes. And then give me this. What's funny is you. <laughs> when I was watching that, I was like, man, even this is falling flat somehow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, even, right. I think it was the exact same shot. Because it was the same yeah, it shot. Felt, but it felt cheap. Yeah, it's just like, oh boy. Yeah, we really are going to go down this retread route. Um. <laughs> and I think they... I think they dropped the ball. Where so like there were times like you said where they're trying to like recreate things, but I think there were times where they could have incorporated the mu- the movie and and they dropped the ball. Yeah, like the perfect opportunity is when the guy came to like tax the property, which I don't think I fully understand because you pay sales sales tax. So it was property you know, tax, but yeah, yeah, I'd have to look it up. But I mean, you already property tax is like your house is your right? house, like, right? It seemed like a misunderstanding yeah. of how that works. You pay sales tax for everything in your house that you own. You've already paid sales tax, on. right? Exactly. You should have to keep recurring. You should have recurring taxes every year. Yeah, I don't know how they how if anything was different in 
the early 40s. But, right. Yeah, so I wanted to look it up, like Indiana tax laws. Or, but, so anyway, like, all right, this guy comes once a year. Right. So he hasn't been there since last summer. Mm-hmm. So why don't we see the Christmas gifts? Why doesn't he go, oh, what's this BB gun? All what's right. this bowling ball? What's this Zeppelin? What's, it, like, all the things that Anything. we know could have been brought out here. The fire engine. Instead, like, Whatever. oh, this fridge. Okay. <laughs> Right, there's something we have no connection to and is boring <laughs> anyway. You know exactly. that the, the the property tax scene to me was the weirdest because everything else kind of had repeated and had these little you know things. That one was just like it seemed like felt like a deleted scene. It felt like something that was right. stuck in later. They're like, oh, we're not going to include this, but then they you know <laughs> included it. Does it connect somehow to the auction at the end or no? Oh, the auction too. The Kissel auction was mind yeah. blowing. There was this thing where I don't even know what happened. Do we? Do the we? Family lost their house. They just couldn't. They just they, family they lost their, their house. Bills. So they were just yeah. throwing in this thing where of this depressing thing in the middle of all this crazy comedy, where where a family lost their house and we had to see Ralphie get sad, and it was out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing like that in the rest of the movie where there's no, any... it was sort of towards the end. I think it's like, I guess it's just like, um, no matter what, like, hey, be be happy with what you do have. But again, the, the thing he was chasing here is glory. He wasn't chasing a possession like in the no. first movie. Right. He's ch- he doesn't care about the, the, the object top. as long as it beats Mariah, whatever it is that's going to beat Lud. That's right. And, he, and And then even that... All right, look, we go like 30 minutes at one point without any top talk, okay? Yeah. Which I don't think we went 30 minutes on the first one without beating on talk. Yeah. I find that hard to believe. But so no reference to the top for like 30 minutes. Then all of a sudden it's like, all of a sudden the top is the main thing, right? Yeah. But even that, I, I've got like three main issues with the movie. And <laughs> one of them that I have is that the top story ends before the one hour mark. And there's oh, no resolution does. to it. It's a tie. It's a tie. Which is... Kind of funny, I guess, but not if that's the main. Not if that's the BB gun. If that's the BB gun of this story, it can't end in a tie. Yeah, I mean, or not at the one hour mark. Like if that's the if that's the very last scene. Story wise, what they were trying to do, I I I figured out what they were trying to do, because he he does a thing where he says a lousy tie, which is the throwback to a lousy commercial, or a crummy commercial, whatever he said. Right. Um. So. Yeah, at the hour mark, he had his defeat. But then his victory was the fishing with the Dad fishing. and catching all the fish. Okay. And that was meant to be like the true victory and the, the tie didn't matter. That was like the moment. That was the moment in the in a movie where like the two friends get mad at each other and leave. <laughs> We're like, well, I'm not going to talk right. to you again. Boom. And then later they come back and reconcile. That was kind of like meant to be that <laughs> moment. <laughs> like right. at the end of the second act or whatever. Uh, so, yeah. But, yeah, it doesn't quite work because the top and the fishing aren't directly connected. But it's like the no, thing, exactly. the so thing to he me, thought he wanted became something else. That's how okay, the so to me, to the work. fishing is more in line with the tire, with changing the tire. Right. Okay. So six months ago, yes. he wanted to connect with his dad and he screwed it up. He screwed it up. Fudge. Now <laughs> he's trying to connect with his dad, and he like it wasn't working. Uh huh. But then in the end, it worked. Yeah. So to me, this ties to this ties the loose end of the tire six months ago, right? <laughs> Either way, it was a lousy tie. 
<laughs> it was. But like <laughs> if if the fishing had been in the middle, like the tire changing yes, yeah. right? And then we go back to the top and that's the resolution. I yeah, I don't know to me. But but also so so that's sort of like my my first two like I had three main issues. The first one was that the top story ends too soon. Um and that the fishing I, I did put that together. Like the fishing is to, meant to like atone for that. Right. I don't buy that. I think the fishing ties more like to the change in the tire, or it's this thing where it connects with his dad and his dad finally accepts him. Right. As like right. a young man or whatever. Okay. So then, but then also all that aside, my third issue, there's no resolution to the bully plot. Right. So he stands up to him and they have like a tie. They have a tie, but this should earn him some respect. Like he beats up Scott in the first one. And so you can imagine, like, we don't have to see it, but you can imagine the next day or after Christmas break or whatever, when he walked into school, you know, they, they probably weren't, like, praising him, but kids probably saw him differently, right? And so he stands up for himself. He's the only one who's tied You're lug. the closest one to come to beating him. Yeah. Yeah. What's funny about the tie thing is, like, well, our tops fell in the gutter. I guess we can never <laughs> play tops again. Meanwhile, they've been buying <laughs> tops left and right. I mean, I know these are their special tops. Oh yeah, and, and Ralphie had to go to the state he fair. He had to go to the right? state the fair. World fair? The world fair? State fortune world teller. Fair. I think it was a world's fair. Yes, yeah, a world's fair. Yeah. Uh, so I guess that was the idea. It was like, well, we got these, you know, special tops that we can never replace, and they got lost. So the end. But you would think yeah. they would come back with something. But <laughs> I guess the summer was practically over by then, anyway. So you can't play tops yeah. when school starts. <laughs> no way. Um, yeah, so anyway, I mean, those those are my three issues. Um, what I, I got a couple other notes, but let me make sure you what, anything you had. Uh, well, I mean, you know, I would kind of have to go back to the beginning almost in a way. <laughs> I mean, there's a few things that that uh, go for it. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Well, I do want to say, you know, there there's some like not behind the scenes, but like things that this reminded me of things like uh, Tr- Charles Grodin and Mary Steenburgen were both together in one of my favorite movies that came out in 1994, Clifford. Clifford. <laughs> yes, they were both in this movie together. So this was a Clifford reunion. Clifford was actually shot in 1990 and came and was supposed to come out in 91, but there was like oh, wow. um it wasn't because of the movie, but there was like studio difficulties. They had to push it to 94. Um so yeah, Clifford <laughs> If there's anyone out there who loves Clifford as much as I do, let me know because I'm a lonely man right now. <laughs> I don't remember seeing it. I mean, I'm sure I did, but I don't remember. Yeah. Um, I do want to point out about Mary Steenburgen. and, you know, when we talked about Elf, I was saying how much um, or how she wasn't that much the older. Age. Yeah, she wasn't that much right. older than Will Ferrell, but she was like 13 right. years younger than what's his name that that she married james Conn. yeah and this, in Conn, this yeah. movie groden is 18 years older than she is wow <laughs> yeah nearly 20 years he's got on her now i would bet that the first movie is similar i, I think so too i meant to look yeah. that up yeah yeah because he was he was the old man indeed <laughs> right so but well, i i would not have guessed that charles groden was that much older than her yeah yeah 18 years older and he wow. just died, by the way. I wish it uh, right, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'm. I'm always looking out for Steenburgen. She's, she's uh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's one of your faves. She's one. Yeah, she's one of my faves. She's got that sweet like, oh, I, <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> that way of talking. I don't know. 
where that yeah. voice comes from. I thought it was funny that uh, hit the dirty book that he did the book report on was the Decameron. Yeah. <laughs> I teach right. that book in college. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess it is a dirty book, but, you know. Uh, Miss Shields. Miss Shields busted him. Yeah, she busted him again. But she she let him off. But then she let him go. She let him off the hook pretty easily. Yeah. Yeah. She's nice. Oh, here's a here's a question for you. At, at one okay. point in the movie, he goes, I hated to be called Ralphie. What? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Do, did we know this before? I don't think we did, no. No, we didn't know that. But I guess it's just what his mom and dad call him? Yeah. I don't know. He was always called Ralphie. He never seemed to mind in either movie. And then all of a sudden, I hate to be called Ralphie. And he says nothing. But- I think the teacher, I think she calls him Ralph, Ralph, right? Probably. I think. I don't know. No, she says Ralphie. She says Ralphie. Everybody says Ralphie. Yeah. No one says yeah. Ralph. Huh. <laughs> that is weird, Jay. It's like, I hated to be called Ralphie. I hated to be called Ralphie right in the middle of it. <laughs> and I mean, that's weird because that's not Gene Shepard. I mean, what would, what would his equivalent be? I hate, yeah. Yeah, right. That's just Genie. fiction. Yeah. yeah. That's not coming from him. Yeah. No. Weird. The the bumpuses, as you say, was so boring that I just started paying attention to like individual bumpuses. Oh, <laughs> individual really? actors. And one of them is an actor I really like actually named Frank Collison. And he's uh he's a David Lynch guy. He's been he was in Wild at Heart. He was in the new Twin Peaks. Um but you might know him if you've seen him Night Shyamalan's The Happening. He's the guy who really yeah. liked hot dogs. <laughs> He's like, hot dogs, they're great. They got a cool shape. Hot dogs. <laughs> but he was one of the bumpuses. And in Wild at Heart, he has one of my favorite lines. I can't quote it here because it's not appropriate. <laughs> you would have to right. put it on your um, crank, show, crank show mixtape or something. <laughs> but this is part where they come across this accident and this guy named Robert Brenton dies. And then when he, th- when this guy who played the bumpuses finds out about it, he goes, Robert Brenton, that's stupid. You know what? <laughs> he deserved to die. <laughs> like he just starts <laughs> screaming. It's, I don't know, if you've never seen Wild at Heart, you should watch it no. just for that scene where he's screaming about Robert Brenton. Me and Tommy have a uh, band we called Robert Brenton that we named after that moment in the movie. <laughs> Now is he he's not the bumpus who rips his porch off, right? No, no, no he's not the big bumpus. That's so ridiculous. Yeah. Why would you rip your own porch? He's a guy who's he's cast for having like an interesting face. Uh yeah. And so yeah, he kinda he kinda fits the bumpuses. Uh, oh, did you notice that they call Ralphie uh that when the dad is calling Ralphie by nicknames, one of the nicknames he gives him is Bullfrog. Bullfrog. Yeah. Bullfrog. That's right. He's like, oh hey, Bullfrog. <laughs> oh, and there's one other. Tw- there's bullfrog. one other Twin Peaks actor in here, which is uh, his fishing buddy. is played by Troy Evans, who played the principal of Twin Peaks High School in Twin Peaks. Principal wow. Wolchek. <laughs> there you go. There's there's one Lynch fan listening to this right now, at least. <laughs> Who's gonna <laughs> catch it? Right like, yeah, yeah, Wolchek. <laughs> um. Oh, I did want to talk about. I don't know how much you follow Charles Grodin's career or anything. Uh, yeah, I really don't know much about But him, yeah. his performance in this was really kind of confusing to me. And I, I, <laughs> I, I again, I think it goes back to the fact that the, a lot of the cast members were doing impressions. 
So sometimes he was right. be, just being Charles Grodin, just being like, yeah. hey, Charles Grodin, hey, what's going on here? That Charles Grodin type. But then other times he was doing this just weird voice. He was just like, ah, come on, Ralphie. <laughs> Where it's like this horrible, I don't know what. And then other times he just turned into Walter Mouthow, where he's like, where you think, Sean, where? Like the really like you said, yeah, I think he's trying to do an impression. And it just went in and out, though. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, his, yeah, Charles Grodin, in a weird way, was the worst thing about the movie, just because it was so confusing. It's maybe why I like the Mary Steenburgen plot better, because, you know, she was she's always just kind of <laughs> plays herself. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and, and there was the thing where she's actually competing with him. In the first one, she didn't compete with him. Right, she just like right. She had many victories without even having to compete with him. Yeah, right? she she was so and sly. So, well, except for the breaking the lamp. Yeah, I mean, we're, but she would do it like she would sneak it right. And so, where this one, she's kind of openly competing with him. Yeah, but but she's so funny because as she's losing, she keeps it like she her her acting is so good. And like, oh, right. she, that quiet sort of like knowing that she's losing. That's right. <laughs> She's like she's losing with dignity, and but also right. knowing that she's but wrong. Hates it, right? But hates yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's good. She's it's, good. Yes, she is good. <laughs> um, now, seeing her in the movie, I, I was like wishing that instead it was like some kind of like Back to the Future kind of thing. Oh, right. Like we like get to see what happens with Scott and how he became demoted, and like you know, I don't know. And she was in Back see, to the Future three. Right, right. That's what, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was just making me making me hate. I was hating this movie so much, and having her there was like that's basically Elf and, and Back to the Future is how I know her. Yeah, you know. yeah. Uh, what what else? Like, what are your favorites with her? Like, I oh yeah, I'm trying to think of like. Um, well, she was she was in another great time travel movie that inspired Back to the Future called Time After Time. Um, yeah, and it's that. from the late '70s, probably like '78 or something. And it's kind of like. Um, yeah, kind of like a, the Time Machine style, uh, steampunky yeah. kind of thing, but mixed with romance and like the the dashboard or whatever that they use. Um, yeah, Zemeckis just took that for Back to the Future. So like, there's like really direct references to it, and it's a good movie. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But yeah, she's she's good in that. I'm trying to and yeah, um, so like that one comes to mind, and she just yeah, she's kind of one that just kind of pops up. And, right, and yes, always right. does the job, and yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, for me, oh, she's at four Christmases. She's getting that. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a small part. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm trying to think of what else where I really know her from. Um, right. I mean, for me, I guess yeah. Always Back to the Future. Yeah, I definitely think of that. And then one. Elf. It's yeah. one of my favorite movies, anyway. Right. Exactly. So, um, but she was she was she see. was a good she was cast pretty well for this because she's a lot like Melinda Dillon anyway. Um, you know, kind of a curly haired, uh, um, kind of sweet, but can kind of be what she needs to be at any moment. Right. Yeah. Oh, I know. Um, Parenthood. Okay. She was really good in Parenthood. Okay. Yeah. This, I haven't seen that since it that came That would have been right before Back to the Future. Um, also, I'm, I'm looking at her IMDb. Um, Dead of Winter was a good one. that I, You probably haven't seen that. Yeah, I haven't seen that. That was a good one. Um. Uh, yeah. So I would have known her from that beforehand. Um. Oh. So my 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 other main problem with just like plot stuff. Um. He's got a whole PA system where he can like blast music. <laughs> right. 
like most people don't have that capability today. today. Like maybe a Bluetooth speaker, but like if my dad didn't have a Bluetooth speaker, I don't know how he would. And like my dad loves music and plays records and like, you know, all right, is probably better than the average person with like playing music, but would not know. I don't think. I don't know. He plays. He plays like Halloween stuff on Halloween night. He blasts. He'll blast it through the window. Thing out the window. Yeah. So I guess he could. But I mean, most people don't have that, especially in 1940. They can hook it up to their Victrola. (laughs) Oh man, that was bad. Right. (laughs) Yeah, it's all ridiculous. I mean, you know, and it, uh, it, it, it's following those kind of. Again, it's like feels like one of those bad '90s kid movies, like Problem Child, Beethoven, some of those stuff that Charles Grodin was involved in, <laughs> uh, right. in his in his kind of what I call his later days. I know the '90s doesn't seem like a later day, but like when I, you know, for Charles Grodin for me sometimes it's stuff more like Catch Twenty Two or Rosemary's Baby or you know some of that some of that stuff, right? Uh, right. And Clifford, of course, but. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, he he got involved in a lot of the, like family those family movies that were bad in the nineties. But yeah, uh, this this feels yeah it feels it doesn't it's not a classic, ladies and gentlemen. And this is one of those where as I'm listening to us talk, if you haven't seen it, I don't know if anything we're saying <laughs> makes any sense. Um, yeah, well, because in, in these movies, that's just how they are. They're just like anecdotes. Yeah, it's just a bunch of happen. stuff happening. Yeah, um, and and I do wonder like. It could also be like they used up all the good stories for the first that one. Could, you know? that, like, that could be. You, you pilfered the greatest hits. Right. These are like the B-sides. Right. Which are still good. Like it's fine, but not worth not worth its own album. The yeah. B-sides, you know? Like, yeah. Um, I, I, I think if I were to pinpoint what the problem is, it's kind of like <laughs> – they're just, it's like, they're just trying to do it again. And I guess that's the problem with right. every sequel that's bad, yeah. which are most. Yeah. They're like, let's do this, but let's do it again. And let's, let's, why? And I think, you know, logically you think like, why wouldn't it work a second time? <laughs> Especially if you have. No, I mean, it does a lot of times. I mean, it works. Sometimes. You know, that's what the horror sequels are, Friday the 13th. I mean, yeah. I mean, just. Doing it again. Just doing it again. And, you know, for horror, it might be a little different sometimes because it's like <laughs> you kind of want the repetition, I guess, especially in slashers. Uh, right. Definitely. Uh, but in a, I don't know, in one this because slashers don't really, I mean, they kind of tell stories, but mostly they don't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they, they, t- they have like a broad thing like, oh, you know, this guy was killed by somebody and now he's back for revenge. And that's the story. And then the second yeah. one is like, oh, well, he was, you know, his brother was struck by lightning and it brought him back to life and now he's back for revenge, you know. And so it's like, that's the story you get. But in this one, even though it was anecdotal stories, it, it is trying to tell like stories and trying to have an arc. And yeah, just doing it again doesn't, doesn't do it. But, but not, but inferior like stories, you know. And so like, right. I just don't think that the top, lines up with the BB gun like I don't think it's the same I'm just wondering like okay let's let's imagine that you put the gravy boat story into a Christmas story so like that that's happening is happening around Christmas it's a Christmas I mean that could work it's a Christmas um 
you know, special that they're doing. You go to this thing every week. You watch these Christmas cartoon yeah, shorts. But that could work that, for us because she doesn't have a story. And she doesn't like, have one. We both said that's cool that she got a story. Right. Yeah. But, like, what if he was doing tops in a Christmas story? Like, yeah. and that Christmas break, we all spun tops on. <laughs> I mean, it would have to be in place of the flagpole. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, that's, yeah, on the, that's playground. Really the only place it could go. Right. I mean, they even bring back the composition theme with the yeah with the Decameron. Right. They, they squeeze that in <laughs> right, yeah. before, right before. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm just trying to imagine, like, was it the stories that were bad? Were they, were they B-level stories? Or... I just think that they the got... Care? Like all right, so like if so, first of all, the top story is not even as good as the flagpole. No, but the flagpole was one scene. Yeah, it's just and one the top scene. Of like five, like yeah. I mean, like like you said, yeah. I mean, you could drop that into the movie. I don't think it would have been as good as the flagpole, but it also sh- would just be one scene, and it would be one anecdote, and it would be funny and whatever. Yeah. Um. Or even okay, maybe it could be the little orphan Annie. Uh huh. Right, that that's a recurring thing, um, where he ends up kind of a tie. Right, right. that's the same. Yeah, it's he the same the story. Thing. He gets the Dakota ring. He's disappointed. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, but is it as good as that? I don't know. <laughs> right, <laughs> because it's also the Scott Farkas story. It's also the bully story. Right, but at least in that one, he beats up the bully, which is very satisfying. Right, like. <laughs> extremely satisfying <laughs> and look and i think the fishing stuff is funny i don't necessarily love the scene where they're in the house and the and the guys are like there and cursing and all that stuff uh, right. it's not that they're cursing jokes. i don't care but like i just don't, like whatever like i didn't think that was that funny i didn't think it really fit the family from the first story no definitely not yeah uh but but the actual fishing stuff in the boat i thought it was pretty funny i don't think the dad having friends fit the first dad you know right. what I mean? Like, I can see him having friends at work, but right. not friends where he, he comes home and he reads his paper. Yeah. And, uh, exactly. Yeah. But he's not. Yeah, like, I can see him doing all that at work. Uh-huh. Um, you know, the sequel, the uh, the actual, the other sequel, Christmas Story 2, I think there's a fishing plot. The other sequel? Wait, wait, wait. Hang on. Wait, do you not know there's a wait, Christmas Story 2? Wait, hang on. Yeah, hang we've on. talked about this. Okay, this is, this is the thing I was telling you about, <laughs> that my brain is refusing to believe that... Daniel Stern is the old man. It's the most beloved Christmas story of all time. Wow. And this holiday season, Ralphie is back. Ralphie? 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 Now he's a bigger kid with an even bigger wish. Holy jeez. A Christmas Story 2, the official sequel. The timeless tradition continues with all your favorite characters. Randy. Zerg's minions are everywhere. I just can't trust that son of a... Ralphie's best pals, Flick and Schwartz. Oh, here we go. Mom. It's said no. I heard you sniffle. And the old man. It's a clinker! In an all-new heartwarming movie. I want to see what it's like behind the wheel. Just no, no, Daniel Stern. Wait. <laughs> so Daniel Stern, listen. You're so Daniel to- Stern, who you already are used to being this nostalgic voice. Telling you about old stories, right? Yes. But then you also know him as the robber from one of our favorite Christmas movies, right? Yeah. Is now he, the old man. He's Wonder Years' voice. 
Yes, the Wonder Years voice and the robber, and the from, robber Home from Home Alone is the is old now man. the dad. When was that made? Ah, oh, maybe twenty twelve, twenty fourteen, and, 2014? They, call, and they called it a Christmas Story two. A Christmas Story, and two. they just ignored this one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And does it tell these stories? No, 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 no. But there is a fishing plot. It's a night. It's at Christmas, so it's like an ice fishing plot. I've only seen it once. It was like whenever, like eight years ago. Um, so I don't remember. Like we talked about this on the podcast. Uh, no, the we main didn't. thing is he, he wants a car. <laughs> yeah, we did. He's, a, he's a, <laughs> we t- we talked about the big cat. We didn't talk about this. <laughs> he's a he's a teenager. Ralphie's a teenager. Ralphie, yeah. uh, Flick, and Schwartz are teenagers. Okay, and uh, he wants a car. Now it sounds familiar. Yeah, and so he just wants to like save his money and get a car. Wait, that's Back to the Future. there there is a scene like back to the future where biff (laughs) crashes the car i think they crash the car when does it take place and can we do it next leon day (laughs) no it's a christmas Christmas we can do it next season okay we can do it this season but it's awful it's not good all the better here's what we should do we should do we should have one of the themes be bad sequels and we could watch this and the uh and the uh shoot uh jingle all the not yeah jingle all the way part two I'll have to watch part one first. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Jingle All the Way Part 2 is Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> you know what's funny about Larry the Cable Guy? His first movie, he didn't play a cable guy. He played, what was it? The Larry the Cable Guy in The Air Conditioner Salesman or whatever it was. <laughs> it was it was like, why not just make him a cable guy? He should have been Jim Carrey in The Cable Guy. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> They should have done a remake of the Cable Guy. A remake of that, yeah. <laughs> Which I love. Cable Guy. So he is so he is in Jingle All the Way too. Okay. And those two came out around the same time. And they're both terrible. Is it better than But I'll say this. I think the Christmas story sequel is probably better than this one we just watched. Now here's what's funny about I'll say this. <laughs> we've I've been do, we've been doing nothing but bad mouthing this movie. But if you're if you're the type who does like those goofy Beethoven style family movies or yeah. problem child, there's there's really Dennis nothing the menace. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing wrong with this movie. I mean No. If you didn't know Christmas Story existed and this is your kind of thing. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. I just want to watch a fun little you know, family movie. It's keeping some hijinks and dad's getting into trouble and stuff. I, I yeah. think this is a perfectly average movie for that uh, I'm t- i think the fishing is hilarious like where they're like oh man we catch so many fish and you know i'm gonna get the limit and then and then he gets out there and they're like eh, this is kind of how it goes and it's you just how you ever catch anything that's how fishing is <laughs> yeah <laughs> it is true I mean, oh it is know. true unless you go with someone who's like a pro and knows what they're doing yeah yeah and those people don't yeah. exist yeah <laughs> <laughs> um and then, oh and there was a cool shot uh, above where they, when they started moving all the boats around, like fast, this is like pre drone. It would be a drone today, but obviously some kind of crane shot or something. But yeah, I think it was uh, a huge crane. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, I liked it. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I don't think we're completely bad mouthing. I think that we've talked good about the uh, mom plot. Yeah, I definitely think the fishing stuff is pretty true to life and funny. Um, yeah, I can't. Yeah, I don't uh, know. I don't know who dropped the ball. I can't tell if it's... I hate the bumpus stuff. I just really hate the bumpus. Yeah, the bumpus stuff. stuff's the worst. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't think the top stuff is enough to carry the movie like the BB gun stuff. So yeah, there's just nothing there. It was, it was like it just was not an enjoyable watch for me. Uh, being that we were, it was for this podcast and based on a movie that we love, <laughs> right? 
um i did write a song about it though yeah it was like it was like going back to revisit an old friend who had turned to some weird racist <laughs> it's like just disappointing and weird and not, like why? Well, not even weird racist but just turned out different from how you expected and i think that's pretty normal i guess so yeah not as yeah. fun yeah where you're like didn't you used to be i cool? mean look you are you're in the minority and that you not only still hang out with people from high school yeah. but like you guys still share like jokes and, and do funny stuff and yeah um my wife and i but that's about it i mean you know like her brothers and like people that i knew in high school but not like my friends in high school yeah yeah i don't really know yeah i don't talk to yeah them. i've got way too many friends from high school like it's it's amazing <laughs> it's well because we were saying that so we met 20 years ago we're coming up to that anniversary and you were like but you're my new you're friend. my new friend yeah <laughs> anybody i met after the year 2000 is my new friend <laughs> or really after like yeah yeah <laughs> yeah because i've got so many like you know my friend noby i've known since third grade <laughs> that's amazing yeah i will um, i will tell you i had one laugh in the movie where i actually laughed okay. out loud it was <laughs> i guess it was after the first top scene and the one the little toady who was not the guy from angus but the like the little one it's still uh, Grover. Is it? Okay, Grover. It's still Grover. It's still, yeah. In IMDb, he is still Grover. Okay, so it's still the one with the little hat and everything. Right. He gave this little laugh. that was like, ha, 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 or something like I can't remember what it was. <laughs> it's some, some laugh as they walked away from winning. And right. <laughs> it made me laugh. I can't. If, if, if you feel like digging up a clip of the laugh, but otherwise, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to look. I uh well, like I said, I'm gonna pull it because I'm probably gonna put a video together. So okay, I'll try and find it. Um, I laughed out loud a couple times. I mean, there might have been one. There or two definitely, more, but I remember that one for sure. <laughs> I did write. You talked about he shot himself. You talked about he shot himself in the butt. Yeah, and I just my note says I'm guessing this was supposed to be a really funny part. It, it was like it the was 90s. Not. Yeah. Yeah, but like in the '90s, maybe it was. You know, like that's that's what I wrote. Like, I guess that was really supposed. To... Yeah, right. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. He fun. was in the butt. I have another note that says, "This movie, <laughs> this movie is so bad." It, this is, I'm quoting myself. This movie is so bad. It has a 5.6 on IMDb, but I'm just letting myself know in case I forget later <laughs> that it's really bad. <laughs> And that's important because, like, it's I don't want to later remember. go back and go, eh, maybe we were harsh. It's got 5.6 on IMDb. Let's watch it again. <laughs> no, I think now that I owe it to the, to the not the universe, but the Christmas Story universe to watch the other sequel again. Though, yeah, me too. It, yeah, because if I gave this one, it wasn't long. It was like an hour and 20 minutes maybe. No, it wasn't long it at was all. So short. That's why they How left in so the, short? The, those <laughs> deleted scenes. <laughs> yeah, it was so short. Oh man, last night was a. Uh, um, you know, I watched the last drive-in. That's why we're, we're, we usually record on Fridays. But uh, I, the last drive-in season finale was last night, and he had Roger Corman on. So yeah. they did two Roger Corman films, and they were, yeah, they're both like eighty minutes max and he said uh, we, they, they did a uh, little shop of horrors the original yeah yeah and then, uh, 
and then uh, Humanoids from the Deep. But he said, and, and that one might have been longer because it was in the 80s, but he said originally the reason why was because it was like, uh, I think 20 minutes per reel, and I could be wrong about this, but anyway, it had to do with shipping it. You didn't want to go over that fourth reel because then it costs so much costs more money more. to ship it to the yeah to the studios. So yeah, so I mean that that uh, little shop of horrors I've seen I don't know probably like three times. I've seen about know, two or three. Yeah, yeah, it's so easy to watch because it's so it's short. It's really short compared to yeah compared to movie. But so this one this movie was about that length, but it felt long. Right. It felt yeah it felt longer. Than yeah, that. and I think it took us both two tries to get through it. Um, yeah. And that's not counting the one two years ago where I turned it off in the first five minutes. <laughs> like Bumpuses, Bumpuses, forget that. Yeah. Bumpuses. And I hadn't even seen them, I don't think. It was just that they, they were going to exist. You could tell. It's just about the music. Or maybe you do see them. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You go to their yard. Yeah. It's kind of you, Yeah. Yeah. In the very beginning, you scan across their yard. It's like if they made the new Charlie Brown movie and just the adults were everywhere. Oh man! I mean, they did show the little red-haired girl in the new Charlie Brown movie, so I could, they did the second worst thing. But <laughs> wait, what do you have against that? Well, she was never, uh, you know, she was never in the comic as visible uh, little red-haired okay. girl. They they did show her, I think, in one of those uh, old shorts. Um, well, she's in she's in the uh, she's in two of them that I know. She's in the. Uh... Okay, so the ones that I know, she's on New Year's Eve. Kind of in silhouette form, right? I think that, yeah, maybe you don't see her. I think they show her as a silhouette in that one. Yeah, it's just that it happens. I think Linus dances. He yeah, he right, wins the dance with her. I remember Charlie that. Brown falls asleep. Yep. Yeah. Okay, and then the other one that I, I knew really well as a kid was, it was like a, I think it was maybe put out for the Super Bowl or something, but it was a football special. It was a homecoming, I think. I think she was the homecoming queen. And Charlie Brown was going to get to dance with her. Huh. Um, yeah, I, I, I do know there was at least one time they showed her in yeah. a short. And so to me, I wouldn't. I didn't read the strips until later, probably like college. Yeah. But but I knew, you know, the holiday specials, and we had that tape. That was a VHS tape. Right. Um, so like, so I knew that cartoon really well. So so to me, she was as as relevant as like Peppermint Patty. Okay. Me. Like just like a side character who didn't go to their school but would show up. Yeah. To me. Yeah. But she did go to the school. Oh, okay. So she was? I mean, she was, I mean, the premise of her is she's the little red haired girl that Charlie Brown always wants to talk to, but he's too scared to do it. And, you know, he's always sitting by himself at lunch going, I should just go right over there right now and talk to her, you know? So Uh, he sees her every day. Right. But yeah, in the, in the uh, movie, the, you know, that computer animated one they did, which I actually like, (laughs) they, uh, you know, yeah, I liked it. I, I don't, we've never watched it since. Like we saw it at the theater. I saw it at the theater We're, too. It was Norris. Yeah, Bruce I didn't movie. buy it. I, I bought it. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it a few times. I actually still like it. Uh, yeah, everybody expected to me it. to hate it, but I liked it. But yeah, she <laughs> she comes in at the end and has a big speech and everything, and it kind of is fine because it's like, okay, well, this is a new thing they're trying to blah blah blah. So it was fine. But yeah, yeah. that's kind of what it's like. It's like breaking a rule. Like the bumpuses are supposed to be this not visible thing, and there they are before the credits even finish. Yeah, it's it's yeah. It's yeah. just and I wonder what the I wonder what the thinking was like as far as like direction like maybe they were like what can we do to tie it to the last one but open up a new world to the last That's one. That's probably what you know, it was because, like. Yeah, I guess it's like like we'll show know, them the this time. That first movie. Yeah, let's show them behind the scenes or something. Yeah. But like I said, you could have done so much more. Like with the, the if you're going to throw that stupid tax property tax thing in, 
That was the way. <laughs> that was the way to bring in everything. From if the they had shown the bumpuses and had done it, basically, if if the bumpuses had been their cousin or whatever he is from uh, Christmas Vacation, or you know, not just National Lampoon's Vacation, like that yeah. kind of character where he's right. you know, that could have worked. Where he's not yeah, this over yeah. the top hillbilly stereotype, but he's just kind of this, eh. <laughs> yeah, uh, and annoying but funny, yeah. kind of annoying, yeah. funny on the screen. Uh, and if he was next door, and if he was more just annoying to Ralphie's dad, and it didn't turn into this big <laughs> Hatfield versus McCoy thing, that yeah. that could have been that could have been good. Neighbor and yeah. wars, and yeah. you get one central person. And then you have these bumpuses in the background. But they didn't really have, like, characters, really. I mean, they were just a bunch of – they were just this mass of dwarfs. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, like you said, it was funny because, yeah, you said I started looking at them individually because I was so bored. Right. And that's something I would normally do, but I think instead I was working on something. Okay. I had this – yeah, I did a split screen. Okay. And so – that was actually yeah. I should have done that because that sounds like a better way to yeah. to analyze the bumpuses. <laughs> oh man, I actually I actually watch these movies. I actually pay attention to every frame, man. <laughs> yeah, I've sorry. been doing sorry this wrong. Listeners. <laughs> this is my neighborhood. The local store. Come on, kid. I ain't got all day. The local bully. Want to play kill? And this is my house. <laughs> I've got the world's greatest parents. Welcome to hell! The world's goofiest brother. Randy! The world's smartest dog. And the world's most disgusting neighbors. All right, uh, so this podcast that wasn't going to go long is over an hour and a half we're giving your we're giving you your money's worth money's worth i am going to we don't have any other segments you know last time we did we did a segment on our saint patrick's day episode called you're not cool right i didn't prepare anything for that but uh that's all right yeah but what i'm gonna do i told you i'm gonna play a prank call for my friend richard and i'm also gonna play our new song at the very end um about uh my summer story but don't don't listen to it and go (laughs) <laughs> I need to watch this movie now because I enjoy playing the song. keepers. Ooh, they're makes playing sound, keepers. Yeah, playing keepers makes it sound fun. I like how they had to explain what keepers is. <laughs> We're playing keepers. Keepers means that oh, we know. Could you see? Yeah, could you see an American graffiti if they're like, "We're racing for pink slips, man," and then like Ron Howard yeah. turns to the camera, he's like, "Pink slips means that you own the <laughs> other car's pink slips." <laughs> they sort of did that in Greece. He's like, "We're racing for pinks." What you know, pinks ownership papers. Oh uh, yeah, that's true. But they worked it into the dialogue at yeah, least. Yeah, they, glo- they they glossed it into the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. They did not do that in American Graffiti. But in American Graffiti, in the 1997 version, I I think they do add a CGI explanation. <laughs> Wait, what are you talking about? Well, George Lucas was like, I don't think I I, I meant to shoot it this way. <laughs> back in the 70s and i didn't get it right so he added a cgi oh so like for the dvd <laughs> yeah 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 and i think on disney plus it's even different now it's suzanne summers comes back and she yeah suzanne summers <laughs> wolfman uh, jack it's wolfman jack and he pops up in the corner oh it's funny wolfman jack was was re- was was replaced 
<laughs> by by the flying bug from a phantom menace uh you know the slave owner yeah so, yeah that makes sense yeah it does make it makes more sense now he I mean, he still has the same wolfman jack voice he's like hey you guys i'm just a flying bug now <laughs> so, uh I, guys I, we I, did review the uh star wars christmas special last year so this all is relevant yeah yeah <laughs> We should we should do that. I sent you that thing where my friend did a whole marathon of the Star Wars Christmas. <laughs> right? It was like eight hours, I think, of just that. Of just of just Star Wars Christmas. Over for eight hours straight. Yeah. Just over <laughs> and over. Yeah. It was it was like Christmas Eve, I think he did it. it so he like watched it. Day. He watched it once and it felt like eight hours, right? <laughs> He was like inviting friends. I was like, man, I don't know if anybody's gonna do that. <laughs> it's like I barely got people to come watch it once. You know, uh, before we end, I do have one important thing to say about Greece, which is talking about <laughs> plots not making sense. They had this big race car thing, but like, what was at stake? Nothing. I mean, no. No. pinks, ownership papers, but uh, other than that, it's like okay. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't it has nothing to do with the relationship with him, and anyway. That's, no, that's but I think that's still like true to form, though, right? I mean, yeah, yeah it was fifties stuff. That's what they did. I mean, I guess it would be like pick up basketball or something. I mean, but, I mean, it's not like you know in those baseball movies where like if he doesn't hit the home run, you know, his whole life's over or whatever. It's like it's nothing <laughs> real like that. No, but I think that's the point, right? I think that uh, if that's really how it went down, I, it feels way more real to me than tops. <laughs> tops. Because look, because I've heard the Beach Boys sing dozens of songs about it. I've never heard the Beach Boys sing one song about Tops. They didn't, but that was they were in, they were twenty years later though. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> That's true. I went to I went to buy I was going to buy us Tops <laughs> for the show, but I couldn't find it. Like, oh man, they were like like anything that looked good was like thirty bucks. Did they sell those anymore with the strings? Yeah, yeah. So if you go on Amazon, oh, okay. you can find. Yeah, like, but you get like a set of three, but it'd be like okay. twenty bucks. But then I would have had. I didn't have enough time. I would have had to order it and then send one to you, and I, I didn't have enough time. So, but then I went. Uh, like I was at like, I don't know, Walmart or Target or something, and uh, they had a couple there, but they were junk. So, but I wanted one with the. I don't understand how the string works. Do you? Yeah, I mean, you just you kind of wrap it around and then you pull uh-huh. the string and it spins the top as you pull it. So, so it's like, like a yo-yo, but it like let's go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so it, you spin it yeah. sideways and then. It'll no, I wanted to try it. I was gonna have us try it, but um, yeah, I couldn't find it. <laughs> like not 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 in a way that it would have been affordable to like ship a separate one to you. <laughs> they don't I... they don't sell them individually. Not not like a good one for some reason. I guess because you're supposed to. I guess that's the game. It's like you get two or three people. Yeah. I guess nobody just wants one time. Yeah, yeah. You can go you can go on Amazon and the only top I ever had was the kind where you push the little crank at the top of your little baby. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they had yeah, the store I was at, they had like light up ones and stuff, but yeah, like they were junk. I mean they were just plastic. Yeah. I wonder what was the road. I'll I'll buy one for myself. You get one for yourself. (laughs) Okay. And we'll do a video extra. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to do. I was going to zoom and we can see like who's stayed up the longest. (laughs) Stayed up. I I have serious doubts that I would be able to get it to work at all. Yeah. So, but then, but then I was telling myself, like, these are kids. Like, come on. It can't be that hard. So I was going to try it. Uh, That's probably why they're 
might be better at it. They've had more they have more patience to practice right, garbage right. like us playing yeah, Super yeah, Mario yeah. Brothers over and over for no reason. Exactly. Right. <laughs> like why why am I getting through this level again? <laughs> <laughs> What's at the end of it for me in real life? Right. Yeah, yeah. So I wonder, yeah, that's why I was gonna see if I could get it to work. But it's not too late. The the summer is short. No, no, right. no. So I'll, yeah, I'm, I'm still everything. gonna try to get one, but I was just that was my plan. You know, like I did the M and M's, like you know, <laughs> right. I was trying to do something interactive here, but <laughs> <laughs> we'll play when <laughs> when when you make the when we make the video, we're gonna have to play some Beach Boys in the background <laughs> of like their race car, <laughs> race car songs <laughs> with us spinning tops. <laughs> my four oh nine, giddy up that's right. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna make a video for our song, so you'll be able to see the tops. <laughs> I'll post it. I'll post it from the uh, Snow and South Town Facebook and Twitter. Awesome. And so awesome. you'll be able to see, hear our song with the uh, footage from the movie, and it'll be all the good footage, and that's all you'll need to see. <laughs> Don't think it's good just because of this footage. And I'm gonna buy you a gravy boat. Know <laughs> <laughs> any of the? Were they real celebrities? They were real celebrities. I, I, yeah, I, yeah, one. Yeah, I recognized a couple of the names. I can't remember who any oh. of them were, but I but I did recognize that they were real celebrities. Yeah, I recognized at least one. Yeah. Remember. Oh, you know what? I also wanted to tell you, there's a movie from 1940 called Christmas in July uh, yeah. that I grabbed, and I haven't watched it yet, but I'm going to watch it. I'll, I'll review that for a blog. That'll be one of my blog posts. So Because to, cause what I thought was interesting is like, um, do, have you seen it? Do you know anything about no, it? No, no, no. Apparently like a guy... Uh, uh, work friends trick him into thinking he's won the lottery okay. and so he like I don't know quits his job or whatever I don't know it's like some 1940 comedy but anyway I thought it'd be cool to see what was life actually like in 1940 you know oh right and, right you know, and it's Christmas in July and I want to do as some opposed stuff to this movie where they right. make references to 1970s spaghetti westerns <laughs> playing the Ennio Morricone music and all that it's like wait a second those did not exist for a long time yeah it's like that mixed with like 90s stuff yeah not stuff. we're yeah. doing like 70s Italian westerns with with the 90s Home Alone Home Alone yes. styles yeah so yeah so I'm gonna watch Chris I'll, I'll review that for the blog uh, when I do my posts coming up so yeah christmas in july 1940 not to be confused with the christmas in july that we did to guess the plot for <laughs> right <laughs> so so okay. y'all be on the lookout for that the wolf man's gonna have you <laughs> we will be back with season three uh keep up with us on social media we'll have some announcements and we're gonna have some audience participation we're gonna have people vote kind of like we did in season one where people voted on what we reviewed and this will go by theme, and we'll announce more of that later. We'll be back around Halloween um, for eight episodes for season three, right? Season three is going to be the best season ever. Yes, season three. Uh, also, um, the zine. We'll have a zine, and I'm shooting for uh, November. I don't know if it'll be early November, Thanksgiving, some, but sometime in November, I'd like to have that zine ready to send out. So, Yeah. You guys All have right. a lot to look forward to. You're very lucky that we exist. <laughs> You're very lucky. It's not a gravy boat, but it's almost as cool. I mean, <laughs> and don't let that TV kill your fish. That's right. All right. Anything else? That's it. We're gonna we're gonna keep the bells jingling all summer. That's right. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, stick around for some music and some prank 
calls that are related to Christmas. All right, see you guys in a few months. It's gonna snow, ho, ho, right here in Dixie. <laughs> All will be white overnight, it will be cold. On Christmas Day, hey, hey, right here in Dixie. We'll do see dough in the snow, so I've been told. We'll build a snowman. Here in Dixie, all will be white overnight. It will be cold. It will be cold on Christmas Day. Hey, hey, right here in Dixie, we'll do see do in the snow. So we've been told. Hello, uh, hello, Archie. Hello? Archie. Yes. Hey, yes. hey, hey, hey! It's Winston. Hello. It's Winston from down the street. Okay. Hey. Um. Hey, are you are you still uh, sleeping? Yeah. Hold on. Uh, um. Okay. Wake up. Wake. Um. It's not you. It's not you that uh, just scared us. It's the uh, coyote right across within a few yards of where we are right now. Oh yeah, I heard that. I heard that too. Yeah. Okay, so so what's going on? Oh, I, I was oh. just I was just calling because you know, wake up, Santa came. Santa already came. Santa's here. Yeah, no, no, he okay. left. He left, but Santa came. You know, he, the, the presents he, are here. He's so. done, he's come and gone. Wow. So let's. I'm still trying to to uh, coordinate myself here, organize myself. Yeah, hurry um, up, hurry up, wake up. We got we got presents to unwrap. Let's go. I'm amazing. Okay, so um, first of all, stop and for a moment. Tell me who calls from. I didn't hear your name. I'm sorry. Oh, this listen this, to the the screaming outside. This is, okay, who who called? This is Winston. Winston. Yeah, and I'm you know I'm just calling because you know Santa came and it's time to open presents and it looks like he ate the cookies that we left out too. Oh my. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so let's go. Let's Winston. Get up. Wake up. Okay. All right. I thought that's what you said. All right. Yep. I just woke up. That's the answer. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know. Um, it's so it's already it's already down. it's already three oh three in the morning. Let's go. What are you waiting for? All right, all right, all right, all right. I'm waking up. I'm waking up. I'm waking up. I gotta figure this out. Okay, I'm waking up. Okay, here we go. All what, right. what do you mean to figure it out? There's nothing to figure out. Let's go. We got okay. we got gifts. All right. We got presents from Santa. Uh, I Merry Christmas. Right. Merry Christmas. Okay, Archie. I'm on my way downstairs. I'm on my way downstairs. All right, let me let me organize my thoughts. You're you're walking downstairs. Who's up here? Archie. My brother Pete. Yeah. Oh, who are you talking to? Uh, trying to figure out what's going on. Well, nothing's going on. I'm just I'm just waking you up because Santa came and presents are here and it's it's time to open Christmas presents. It's the presents are here and he's three or three in the morning and I got a call to go. Get down here. What's going on? Okay. Are you waking everyone up in the house? Who is this? This is Winston. Who's this? This is Archie, right? No, it's just Keith now. What's the problem? Oh, hey, Keith. Hey, it's Winston from just uh, down the street. Okay. And I was just calling because, you know, Santa came and it's time to open presents. So wake up. Okay. Wake everyone up. Okay, bye. <laughs> 
No, what, Keith, where are you going? Summertime is here and now that school is out. It's time for me to show you what I'm all about. You're blowing me all year, but I'm gonna make you stop. I know you got Mariah, but I'll still come out on top. And you said, we can do it again. But this time we're playing keepers and I'm gonna win. You terrorize us all, no one stands up to you. Flicking swords are scared, even scutting Grover too. But like my dad, fuck the puppuses till the finish line. I'm gonna shut you down and Mariah will be mine. And you said, we can do it again. But this time we're playing keepers and I'm gonna win. And I said, I said, this will be the end. This will be the end. For Christmas, 
So I can start to wear long sleeves Just give me cooler weather for Christmas So I can start to wear long sleeves I don't care what list I'm on, there's nothing that I need I just want to wear long sleeves I don't care what list I'm on, there's nothing that I need I just want to wear long sleeves Dragnet Part one. This is the season. My name is Wednesday. My partner is Frank Jones. The chief is Captain Kellogg. December the 24th, Christmas Eve, they brought in a guy named Grudge. When I heard what they booked him on, my blood ran cold. It was a 409-6325-096704. Not believing in Santa Claus. 4.35 p.m. I was working the holiday watch out of Homicide with Frank. Hang up your stocking yet, Joe? Yeah, just before I come down. You too, Frank? Always do. Hung it up early just in case I have to work late tonight. Wouldn't want to miss out when Sandy Claus comes, you know? Mm-hmm. Sure wouldn't. Would be a shame. What you gonna do tomorrow, Joe? What you gonna do on Christmas? You got any plans? Nothing much. Why don't you come by the house, Joe? We're going to have Christmas dinner. You know, all the trimmings. Mm-hmm. Turkey, celery, stuffing, oysters maybe, chestnuts. Mm-hmm. All the trimming. Cranberry sauce. Love to have you. Mm-hmm. The missus always fixes a plate of relish with them little carrot sticks. You know, olives, pickles, scallions. Most folks call them green onions, but they're really scallions. You never noticed that, Joe? Never noticed what, Frank? Well, most folks call them green onions, but they're really scallions. Mm-hmm. Scallions. Anytime after two, Joe. Love to have you. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll see. Love to have you. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll see. The missus always fixes a plate of relish with them carrot sticks. You know, them little carrot sticks? Mm-hmm. Olives, pickles, scallions? Mm-hmm. Let's not go through that again. Love to have you. Go through what again, Joe? How most folks call them green onions, but they're really scallions. Oh, you noticed that too, huh, Joe? <laughs> Homicide Wednesday. Mm-hmm. 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 Smatter, Joe. Smatter, Joe. Bringing in a guy on a 409-635-096704. You mean? Yeah. Guy don't believe in scallions. I mean, Santa Claus. <laughs> 629 p.m. We questioned the guy who didn't believe in Santa Claus. A guy named Grudge. Says here your name's Grudge, that right? Yeah! Said you didn't believe in Santa Claus? It's hard to believe what you said. Did you really say that? Sure, I said it! How do you know there's a Santa Claus? You got a picture of him? No, no mugshot. Any fingerprints? Mm-mm, no latent prints. I just know that's all. It's like saying there isn't an Easter Bunny. That's another guy there ain't no of! Mm-hmm, well, that's your story, mister. Joe, he just said that to make me feel bad, didn't he? There really is an Easter Bunny, isn't there? Joe? Listen, Grudge, didn't I pick you up three years ago in 1492 for not believing in Columbus? Yeah, I don't believe in Cleveland or Cincinnati either. How about Toledo? I, uh, I ain't made up my mind yet about Toledo. Okay, mister, I get the picture now. You don't believe in nothing, do you? Nothing! And you want to know something else? What's that? I'm going to get up and I'm going to walk right out of this room, because you guys ain't got nothing on me. There ain't no law against not believing in Santa Claus. There is in my book. Let me tell you something, mister. I'm going to prove that there's a Santa Claus if it takes me all night. Huh, pretty funny. The police department's got nothing else to do. Let me straighten you out, buddy. This one's on Frank and me. Right, Frank? Right, Frank? 
There really is an Easter Bunny, isn't there, Joe? You know, hippity hopping down the bunny trail. Dragnet, part two. I took Grudge over to the helicopter, got in, flew around the city for hours. I showed him department stores. What's hurrying in and out of those department stores, Grudge? Happy people, but I ain't impressed. I showed him stockings. How are those stockings hung, Grudge? By the chimney with care, but I didn't hang none up. I showed him children nestled all snug in their beds. What's dancing in their heads, Grudge? Visions of sugar plums, but you ain't selling me. There ain't no Santa Claus. He still didn't believe. There was only one thing left to do. My job, get to the North Pole. 11.45 p.m., we arrived at the North Pole. I set the plane down. We walked over to Sandy's workshop, rang the bell. Pardon me, sir. Can I ask you a few questions? Why, sure. Just tickle me to death. What do you do for a living? I'm a brownie. What are you doing at the North Pole with a southern accent? Well, the boss sort of ran short on help this year, so we had to recruit a few of us brownies from the South Pole. Mm-hmm. That figures. <laughs> what a waste of time. Could we talk to your boss, please? Oh, he's out. You would come on the one night he's out in the whole year. Mm-hmm. What's your particular job, Mr. Brownie? My boss has a tiny reindeer. My job? Feed him. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. What do you feed him? Well, most times I fix up a little plate of relish. Olives, pickles, and them carrot sticks. You know them little old carrot sticks? Mm-hmm. And scallions. Most, most folks, folks call them green, green onions, onions, but, but they're, they're really scallions. scallions. How do you know? Just a stab in the dark. The little man showed us through the workshop. My boss will be back for a second load pretty soon. Say, would you all like to hear an interesting story? Yes, sir. Well, you see that huge pile of presents over there? Mm-hmm. Man, look at all that stuff! Would you believe it? They're all for the same man. Been piling up here year after year. Why didn't the guy ever get them? Yeah, why? Because he didn't believe in my boss. You know the rules. Mm-hmm. We know. I, uh, don't suppose there's no chance that this, uh, this guy can still... Get the presents? Oh, sure. He gets them all. The man, he believes. But I don't suppose he ever will. Too bad about that guy. What's his name? Don't say it. I don't want to hear it. Come on, Mr. Brownie. What's his name? His name? Grudge. The Brownie saw us to the door. Wished us a Merry Christmas. We were heading back to the plane when it happened. Hey! Yeah, Grudge? You know that guy I said I didn't believe in? Who's that? S-Sandy Claus? Yes, sir. You think I'm too old to change my mind? You're never too old, Mr. Grudge. Well, then, I-I-I believe in Santa Claus and Columbus. How about Cleveland, Cincinnati, and the Easter Bunny? Yeah, them too. And Toledo? I-I still ain't made up my mind yet about Toledo. Look, Grudge, up in the sky. He's coming back for the second load. It's Santa Claus! It's Santa Claus! There's the only guy I know can make everybody happy in one night. Yeah, he must have the biggest heart in the whole world! That's about the size of it. Christmas store, save on sweaters and on hats, bowling balls and baseball bats, cameras 
TVs, bikes, and plants, goldfish, bad boys, slippers, pants, beerless dresses, perfume socks, toasters, roasters, robes, and clocks, candy records, films, and toys, and Santa land for girls and boys. Christmas smiles on every face that came.